0: Here's a message
1: from Ken Lavica. For
0: whatever reason, I got a little edge to me. I'm just bothered. I'm bothered by things and people and sports, and we need to talk about it. Stone LeBanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set.
1: Go! You are listening to Ken LeVica Live. What?
2: Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up.
1: Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063.
0: Hey, did you guys know that there's this rival golf tour to the PGA tour? Live and they're all evil? And they've ruined the sport, but they're playing at the Masters. Did you guys know that? Yeah, have you guys heard about that? When did that happen? When did that come around? Enough already. All right, the Masters has started. Why don't we focus on the participants? I, I mean, there's there legitimately in the, in the New York Daily News this morning... Phil Mickelson looks so sad. Sad Phil Mickelson. It's, it's jarring. Like, stop. Who, enough already. Like, the tournament has started. Tiger's on the course. The familiar, frustrated-looking, my-leg-hurts Tiger is on the course. And you know what? I'm focused on that right now. He's missing... Easy putts per usual on day one at Augusta. He's got a limp. He's got he's got his limp. He's got his sweaty, frustrated face. Like, let's just let's just focus on what we know, and that's the Masters is underway. But everything is Phil Mickelson kept to himself at the Champions Dinner. Phil Mickelson looks sad. Patrick Reed, not a good relationship. Bryson DeChambeau, remember when he said he was going to dominate Augusta and he's done nothing at Augusta since. Live golf, live golf, evil Saudi money. Enough. God, that's so annoying. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday. Masters Thursday here on ESPN 106.3 ESPN app and on your smart speaker, and a John Levine accident attorney studios downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the hot, off of the uncomfortable, and off of the relentless Intracoastal. Stolen in the front Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner. He runs this catastrophe until two o'clock, and she is in her Thursday throne. She is the sore. Dominique Queen, Jeanette Javier. Jeanette's been lifting heavy things and getting that body right, and now it has all come back to, uh, to hit her at one time.
2: It, I literally attempted to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning to do some cardio and then lift right after, and my body was like, what are you doing? Yep. Heck no. Nah. You just literally ran up and down stairs for spring training, and you want to get back to the way things were?
0: Uh -uh. Not happening. Got to ease your way back into that. No,
2: so today is my rest day. I'm just going to walk a lot. Uh, Since FAU, and I
0: was anxiety-ridden well before that, but since FAU got knocked out with the buzzer beater in the Final Four against San Diego State, I've just felt an edge to me. I'm I'm short with people. I mean, literally as well, but short with (laughs) people when they address me, and I'm curt. Like my kids... Papa, can we play fake restaurant? Uh, sure. But then within two minutes, I'm like, "Oh, well, where's my fake burger? Scotty style. I, I, I'm annoyed. Undercooked? Unde- I said medium rare. So like I just like nothing in my life right now. I'm not handling it well. I'm impatient uh, if I'm trying to get something rung up at the register like why are you taking so long? How come this thing's not reading my card? Like come on. Like let's get this transaction moving. Like I'm just I'm just bothered. And there are a lot of things in sports right now that and it's not it's not completely taking over my my thought process my mental state like FAU was when they were in that NCAA tournament run where all I thought about was FAU, how do they win this game, how do I do this broadcast, all those things. It's more just like lingering annoying stuff. I almost feel like, Jeanette, it's more irritating when you have these small inconveniences that just eat at you and you're not quite sure how to navigate around them as as opposed to, one big massive problem that you then dedicate all your time to trying to f- to figure out because these little tiny inconvenient issues that gnaw at you when you're trying to enjoy yourself or have a down a down moment, some down time, that's when they start to come back into your brain.
2: For sure, because you always think about the big picture stuff. You, right. you you already know how to approach them. You already ha- already know how to like... Delegate your time and your energy to these big picture right, items. Right. So when you have something as small as the tap on the credit card ain't working, that, that you weren't ready for that. Right. And now it's ruining your whole day because you right. had no idea how to prepare for that.
0: So one of the things that's still sticking with me is FAU related, but it has nothing to do with their NCAA tournament run. And FAU comes out, I think, even more so than UConn. FAU comes out as the team that was the biggest winner in the NCAA tournament, right? Mm -hmm. Because that game Monday night, that national championship game was boring. And the refrain I was seeing all over social media was, you know who'd play UConn better? FAU. Like that was a consistent thing that it, you're seeing on social media. It broke the record for the least-watched national championship game of all time, from what I've read. Uh, it was right well on CBS. On CBS. It was above last year, which was on TBS and some of the other Turner family of networks. But uh, the, the common refrain was, Florida Atlantic would have given UConn a better game. They're a much more uh, easy style of basketball to watch. Uh, all of those things are accurate i think
2: yeah i had a friend over we were making dinner or whatnot and we turned on the game for literally two minutes and i saw uconn was up by like 12 points and all that come came through my mind i even tweeted it was like fau would never be down by that
0: so this is really annoying to me because Tell me, the Bustin' with the Boys podcast, Stone, you're more into this than I am. What what exactly is this? Is this a Barstool creation? Who's involved in uh in this ultra popular as the Gen Zers in my life tell me it is, this this podcast? Yeah, so it's not Barstool Sports Created, okay. but they I'm pretty sure they fund this kind of thing. Oh no, so so- you know what I meant is they're they're under the umbrella of Barstool. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah so it, they're a Barstool so production. Taylor Luan. Former Jack, Tennessee
3: Titan, former Tennessee Titan Will Compton, former NFL player. He's played on I think like twelve different teams. Oh, now. Will Compton,
0: I, I, he had a uh, a workout with the Falcons this past season, right? But then he failed the physical. Yeah, got, got it, got what it, got it.
2: What are the qualifications to do a podcast these days? Well, they're, they're
0: millionaire football
3: yeah. players that play in the highest level that they're, you could listen, possibly play. They're two, in. two the NFL, on like
2: twelve different teams. No, Come on. What now. I will <laughs> say, though, Taylor Luan's an All Pro no, tackle. They're
0: two. They're two big dudes with cash flow that have personality. Yes, and so. Barstool said, "Hey, come into the family." It's like it's actually it, they they pull great guests. They go on a a, a training camp tour and they do this okay. entire thing. Like it's a legit podcast. It's not okay. just like a random I, like it's not just a random thing. It's like, just
2: the, po- these podcasts, I know. Get there's a ton of. Ab- absurd. What I
0: will say, though, there's a ton of podcasts, but if you can find your lane in podcast world and actually make money off of a podcast, who am I to to crap on you? Uh, do I think my route and what I've done on terrestrial radio, that's really the path one should go? Yeah, I think that's probably the eventually most lucrative path, but if you can find your realm, your niche in the podcast world, like these two guys have, and they already had a leg up on some people because they were already established pros in the NFL, but um, but but mad respect if you can do that. Hey, and I, they've got a good podcast.
3: I personally don't enjoy it. I personally don't listen to with the it. Boys. I mean, I, I obviously follow the content clips that get posted around. But yeah, I mean, when you can get... Jack Links to pay you a million dollars to go talk in a van. I mean, so be it. That's how like, much that's, Jack Link.
0: Yeah, that, Forget that. terrestrial radio. Tomorrow, the Ken Levick Alive podcast begins. <laughs> I'm, nev- I'm not, I will not be <laughs> yeah. at it at noon. I am starting my podcast, and I'll be doing it from the the uh, the back of my Kia K5 GT. We'll call it <laughs> Karen with Ken. <laughs> Nope. All right, so... Ken's car? Yeah, I don't know. Busting with the boys, caring with Ken. I have no idea what to call it, but I want a million dollars from Jack Links, okay? Yeah. Jack Links, call me. I'll even take like 20. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But this is Will Compton, the aforementioned. Here is his, after this NCAA tournament, this unprecedented NCAA tournament with twists and turns unlike things we've ever seen. Florida Atlantic going to the Final Four, 30 Six and four on the season was FAU. Here is Will Compton's takeaway from the NCAA tournament and FAU.
1: I thought about March Madness. I think March Madness, the March Madness tournament, your boy loves brackets. A 64-man bracket, I think March Madness is the best fandom kind of tournament in the game. You got 64 teams, we're all making our brackets, we're putting ourselves. I even love the thought of making a bracket. But as far as men's college basketball, I think it is the most overrated sport because at the end of the day, basically everyone gets in this tournament. FAU is in the final four, we're talking about a nine seed. Anybody from one to 64, you're in the tournament. Now we got play-in games. You're allowing everybody, anybody can win this f-ing tournament, too. Like, we're not watching the best of the best compete in the finals. Like, it's like, FAU had a shot. It's like somebody who fails all year long, and just because they pass their finals test at the end of the year means they're in the running for valedictorian. Uh. So, <laughs> welcome what? to the most brain-dead
0: sports take that you're going to find in 2023. That. Uh, did, I, did I hear him say... That you can fail your way into the final four when that, talking about FAU? That, is is that what I
2: heard? It
3: is what you, you yeah, heard.
2: Yeah. That's the part I'm um, livid.
0: Florida about. Atlantic – Went thirty-five and four this year, and the consensus is not only underseeded, but grossly, embarrassingly, incompetently underseeded in the NCAA tournament. Florida Atlantic played in a top ten conference in America, went eighteen and two, went thirty-five and four overall, had a net ranking inside the top twenty over the final three and a half months of the season. Were a Ken Palm top thirty team from the middle of. December on, but sorry, Will Compton, who clearly didn't watch, read, know anything about college basketball until the NCAA tournament came around, and maybe even the Final Four came around. Please go off and tell me about how the NCAA tournament, it's just not good, and college basketball sucks because anyone can win it, and your poster child for that is nine-seed FAU, who went thirty. Five and four, but failed their way into a championship position, losing four games. Will, you don't know ball, and you should probably stay away from talking ball. But congratulations to you. You using Florida Atlantic Conference USA champions, Conference USA tournament champions, East Regional champions at Madison Square Garden. Got to the Final Four, beaten by a buzzer beater. 35 wins more than any team in college basketball this year. Even the mighty UConn couldn't accomplish that. Congrats on having the worst single sports take of 2023 on April 6th. Moronic take, jackass take, imbecilic take. The epitome of dumbassery is what Will Compton's opinion is of the NCAA tournament is. And what I want you to do Stone is post that to social media after the show and tag him. We want beef. We want beef. I mean, listen, I I have nothing <laughs> but respect for the the media A giant Will Compton has turned himself into, but when it comes to college basketball, my friend, you should never say anything about the sport ever again because you have accomplished the worst sports take in any realm, any media entity, any form of communication, any sport in this calendar year, the year of our Lord 2023. What what if he wants to fight you? I, I,
2: I will. I'll step in.
3: Ken,
0: what if he wants to fight you? What if it's like, Fine, I'm gonna be down in Florida in a you month. You know what? Before he knocks me out, I'll tell him that <laughs> was the most ass take I've ever heard. I'll tell him that before he knocks me out. He can come and fight me, and I will. I will sit there and I'll take my punishment, my physical punishment. He can work my ribs. He can finally knock me out with a shot to the jaw. But before that, trust me, with blood, with blood dripping, dripping off my lower lip. And my eye swollen, I'll look at him with one eye. With one eye. I'll look at him straight in his two eyes, and I'll say, that take was ass before I go unconscious. (laughs) Okay? I mean, that's just the worst stuff right there. Like, that's uninformed nonsense. He was
3: was promptly ripped up on
0: social media. As he should be.
2: FAU's season is much longer than his empty professional career on Wikipedia. Let's hear it. Professional career?
0: Well, listen, he, he played— Literally hey.
2: for Will Copter. <laughs> I'm pl- not joking. He
0: played pro ball. I can't—I'm I, I, not talking about anything. Yeah, th-
2: congratulations like- on your career, one sack, two forced fumbles, <laughs> and three interceptions. You had a really great career, something people are still remembering to the point why we're questioning why they even gave you a mic for a podcast, dude. Take your money, give it to this FAU basketball program. <laughs> That's going to be yeah, way more successful will. than you. Well, you
0: should set up an NIL for those dudes after that completely <laughs> uninformed disrespect you threw that. He used the F word, failure. Fail, failed. He used failed when discussing FAU and their season. <laughs> which, is, they're, they're, FAU at no point this year failed in anything. It's almost It's almost really risky, in a sense, to
3: even, you know... Be recording and use that effort. Right, word. Uh, right, like, right. Like right. You, you know that there's a chance you might be off on this take. And if that's the case, like you're going to get exposed. Because you don't actually know about Florida Atlantic yeah. season, so so
0: going that route, bold move, will now, didn't pay off. Let Cotton. me ask though: is like that's not a bit. He wasn't just like doing that. That was an actual, authentic thought on his part. Hate to be the guy who wants to point out body language, but absolutely not. I've he seen was it. Saying it with. His chest. I've seen enough Will
3: Compton and Taylor Luan clips. He thought he was onto something. He thought he was killing it. To be honest with you, I think halfway through his take, you can see how serious he's getting. He knows.
0: Oof. I might have got myself Oof. into some territory that's a Oof. little foreign to me. I'm on a banger, like oh, I'm on, so he's just
3: gonna ride it out. I'm on a roll here, ride the wave, yeah, baby, because he hey. ends it with
0: that punchline. Like yeah.
3: he ends it with that valedictorian punchline. It's you know, he's like. Pen drop. Like, I got
2: it. Dude, you know what's a failure? Playing in the NFL from 2013 to 2021 and having nothing written under professional career on your Wikipedia page, which John in a basement can contribute to. He won't
0: He won't go after Jeanette physically, so I'll let her cook right now. No. I'm not going to go into that no. realm. All I'll say is, is, Will, you don't know ball, dude. You don't know ball, and it is clear you don't know ball. What an idiot. Man, is that bad like stone. That is that's the most brain dead sports take we're going to hear all year long, right? I mean, it's so a, a lot of the stuff on this show Rivals that, but <laughs> but that's that's as bad as it gets. Yeah, but we know
3: the lane. Like we know our right. lanes. Like we right. know when we're stepping out of bounds, when we're not stepping out of bounds. For Will, he thought he was preaching to the choir there. <laughs> I, I I struggle with with I really struggle with this and you you you're talking about a day Right where our topic is things that tick you off, things that really annoy you. Really
0: bother. Just like annoying, not even like fury, but like annoying, just gnawing at you, right? And that's gnawing at me. Yeah, because when I am searching for content, and
3: what I want to be informed by is if they're going to be former players, I want it to be on that certain sport. So don't take... Don't take me for granted, Will Compton. You're a former NFL player, yeah. like you know ball. You bring guys like Derrick Henry is on he your though? show. You bring guys like Mike Vrabel on your show. <laughs> he,
0: yes, no, no. Yes, he, he was. He wore pads. He was in games. He was a former NFL he's
3: player. Mil- he
2: did nothing. Though, he's a mil- just, <laughs> <laughs> He was a failure of a football player. He is
0: going
3: in.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, he's a millionaire media
3: member now to this right, point. Right, so right. it's hard to knock it. Cuz I don't
0: want to burn too much of a bridge unless he wants to give it. it like if he wants to bring me on Busting with the Boys and give me some of that Jack uh, Jack Link's uh, million dollars that they're getting at this point.
2: I'd rather give it to FAU after what he said.
0: I, I do think. But for, for me, it's
3: like I, I, I'm watching these people like, hey, give me what I know your strength is. Like, talk about NFL football, Will. So when these guys branch off into other sports, I'm questioning, like, my intelligence. Like, you're using me. Now I'm watching your stuff, and I'm trying to listen to it as if you know best. But I know you don't know best. Well, Mad Dog, when you're talking about hockey, or Stephen A. Smith, when you're talking about hockey, and, <laughs> and, and, and vice versa. Like, Anybody, when you're talking about Hockey, <laughs> or like Mike Francesa, when you're talking about golf, like I know you guys don't pay attention and don't watch these sports. So how can I listen to you? You're using me for clicks,
0: views, and all of the money. Uh, Will Compton said, "Hey, your boy loves brackets. Your boy at the start of that. Let's just play that real quick. Let's just play that real quick. Him talking about his love of brackets from Bussing with the Boys. The the ill-conceived FAU failure take. Here's Will
1: Compton." I thought about March Madness. I think March Madness, the March Madness tournament, your boy loves brackets. A 64 man bracket, I think. Your boy loves brackets.
0: But, good thing. But, Will, good thing. Good thing. You love brackets. At the end of the year, when we do the bracket of the worst sports take (laughs) of the entire 2023, my boy, you're a one seed
2: congratulations well, I think seat. congratulations. You're a, might,
0: congrats are in order, Will. He might congrats. actually
2: go further than FAU in uh, the bracket. He, he, might, he might
0: get into the national championship game and win that national <laughs> you championship don't game. I'll
2: put it under his professional career stats on Wikipedia. Add it to Wikipedia. That way he has finally a line in there. Oh now, man,
3: so 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 he so that's good, Jeanette. He actually exposed <laughs> himself. He he exposed himself with with the four words. Your boy loves brackets, so you don't love watching college basketball. Right, right. He didn't watch. Y- you clearly. don't love college basketball. He's just
0: looking at the number in front of the name. <laughs> you
3: don't love basketball. Yeah. You like brackets, which is Ugh. which is what the sixth graders are doing here at Boynton Beach Elementary School, like or middle school. Mm-hmm.
0: Come on, come on. You're yeah. just like expo- we're listening to this guy. We're taking this guy. We're taking notes. This is crap. And I, I would argue too, just from a broader. Picture not just FAU centric, which again I cannot believe he used the word failure in FAU in the same in the same sentence. Thirty five and four. It's the best record in college basketball this year. I, I mean, what in the hell, right? I, I don't think UConn. UConn may never have had. They've got five national championships. I don't think they ever had the best record in one season in college basketball. So what I would say, Joe, though, from a a broad perspective, is hey, the bracket, the NCAA tournament. A little bit better when you have an opportunity to win a national championship off of that than you do in college football where eight teams. There's only eight teams every year that have a chance. Like, eight teams. You go into the season, it's going to be one of eight teams you can name before the season starts, right? Like, I'll take that over the way football is set up at the college level. Any day of the week. Any day of the week. So, I'm just, like, there are things gnawing at me, bothering me. Uh, Oh, live golf, live golf. Did you know the Saudis pay them? Did you know that they've ruined golf? Did you know they're trying to break apart the sport and they're bad for this legendary game? yes. I understand that. Can we please watch four days of the Masters without that? Okay. Even though the Masters, they went full, soft, and gutless, not putting any of the uh, live guys with any of the PGA Tour guys in their pairings today and tomorrow. Um, but I get it. I get it. Live versus PGA. Phil Mickelson looks sad. I get it. I get it. I get all those things. But all right, just enough already. Like, let's let, let this thing happen. Okay. And then we can get back to live versus PGA. Will Compton and his just brain dead. I mean flatline on the monitor take about the NCAA tournament and FAU specifically. What in the hell was that? What's one thing or person in sports you're most bothered by currently? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight eight eight. Seven six zero three seven seven six. 3776. Tweeted us @KLV1063. Tweet at KLV 1063. That's 888 760 3776. And tweeted us at KLV 1063. We got a bunch of social media. We have a lot of these to get to. We'll take your calls though. 888 760 3776. Billy, he tweets in Ken, yesterday you called Pablo Montoya, Carlos Montoya, when discussing the Indianapolis 500 you attended with the Stealth Fighter as the flyover. Dumbass. Thank you, Billy. What a guy. I love Billy. Appreciate that little... Punch at the end.
2: It's so great because you were like singing your ballad to the Indy 500, and I'm assuming one of the most popular guys. You yeah. yeah. absolutely Pablo Montoya fail.
0: is one of the all time great drivers in Formula One and in IndyCar. I think has the largest, that, that one Indy 500 is the largest margin of victory of any Indy 500 uh, in the last like 50 years. And I called him Carlos Montoya. <laughs> I, I actually, almost feel like that's kind of racist.
2: No, you essentially put <laughs> two of the biggest drug dealers' names into <laughs> one and then put him on Indy yeah, 500. Right. Congratulations. Carlos. Carlos
0: Montoya. I don't know who that is. Maybe Pablo has a brother named Carlos. Uh, but what I did probably qualifies as racist. Shout out to Billy though, calling it out, dumbass. Just right off the bat, And then it was dumbass. And what drove it home was there was a period I after feel like dumbass. Juan would have been
2: racist. So you're, yeah, you're good. yeah, that's you're true. Good. You're good.
0: If I was scrambling for a Spanish name, oh Juan. All right, so at least at least I was in the the neighborhood. I was in the ballpark. Yes, I'm sorry, Pablo Montoya, driving champion. All right, Jeanette. What what's something sports wise that that's just it's it's bothering you? And again, it's not overtaking your life. You're not you're not driving home from work and you're overtaken with fear and worry and oh, how do I handle this? And uh the anxiety ridden it's more just like sitting there, you're eating popcorn on the couch and watching Netflix, and then in the back of your mind, you're thinking, Wait, this dude said that about this team or this person or that team did that, and you're like, oh, this is so annoying. What What's one of those things right now for you?
2: So I have a, a person on the television that we've watched often and then yeah. a real-life situation that I experienced yesterday. Okay. The person on the TV, when you said annoying, first name that came to mind was Kyrie Irving.
0: Kyrie. Like,
2: I'm tired of He had a
0: big fourth quarter last night against the Kings.
2: I watched some of it, but still.
0: Huge game. Huge game. They He's, need to win out to even get in the play-in. Yep. Whoops.
2: But it's that scenario where it's – everywhere he's played, everywhere he goes, it's some kind of negativity, mm-hmm. he's always rooting for the spotlight. He's like to me the Aaron Rodgers of the NBA. No matter when his name pops up, it's in the headlines for something stupid. That's actually
0: not a terrible it, it, it's not a terrible analogy just from the way they conduct themselves 100%. and even their 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 mental wavelength and the entire thing. There's definitely a it's about me and, hey, I want you to know what I think about this and an attempt like, an attempt to be the leader without having a whole lot of, like, the leadership capabilities. They, they're more like they want to be a spokesperson, and then it comes off really poorly.
2: You think this, this guy is going to come to your team and, you know, wait, you're still talking about playing? You're talking about having a big quarter against the Kings? That's what you're hype about? Kyrie Irving, number one on the list. Number two?
0: Yeah, that's a good one.
2: Yeah, yesterday I walk, um, I go to a nice park with my dog almost every evening. We walk around. There's some dude shooting hoops and there was a bench and I was like, okay, cool. We need a rest. The dude who wears the professional NBA basketball jersey while playing basketball He is annoying. (laughs) Wait, so what
0: what jersey are we rocking with yesterday? At a random random Lake Worth basketball court. uh, Outdoors, in public. What NBA jersey? And uh, how old is this gentleman?
2: You're going to enjoy this. It was a Scottie Pippen Bulls jersey. Okay?
0: (laughs) That's amazing.
2: And he had to be, I didn't stare at his face. I just looked at the jersey and I was like, come on. And I watched his game. He maybe went one- for 15, and that was a layup. Probably the easiest shot. But he had to be maybe like 35, 40. But
0: hey, man, he was rocking his
3: 33. He doesn't but care. Yeah, and as long as you put one through the net, you're good. That's one
2: right. out of 15 at L- Lake Worth Beach? Count it.
3: Count and it. pick a bowl? Count it. <laughs> Count like, it. No,
2: that, I am sorry. You know what? You do not do that as a grown man. I
0: do. like I mean, you're right. It takes a special kind of mindset to put on your NBA jersey and be like, you know what? I'm gonna head to the uh I'm gonna head to the the court on the corner, just start chucking some shots, channel my inner pip. Uh, that that <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> and when you do that, what are you trying to what are you trying to convey? So like, that's what, is what I that? think.
2: Like, do you think you look extra hard walking <laughs> onto the court like, oh man, we need this guy. He's showing up with the Pippin jersey. He's gonna go in. Get him. You're, you're picked number one when you pick the teams. Like, <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? That's
3: where my mind goes as well, because obviously it's not what you were to work. It's not what you're just walking around in. You're putting that on to go play basketball. So, yeah, it's giving you that little extra sauce you need, that, All little, right. that, that little extra juice you need for that jumper. Do you no.
0: go play pickup? Do you go play pickup with your boys? In an NBA jersey? If so, why? 888, what are you trying to tell the world? 888 760 3776. 760 3776. Tweeted us at KLV 1063. When you go play pickup with your boys, if you're that person that wears an NBA jersey, why and what are you trying to convey to the world? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. You mentioned, the the first thing you mentioned was Kyrie Irving and the Mavs. And so Kyrie has spent the last couple of weeks bemoaning the media's treatment of Luka Doncic and uh, has really tried to be Luka's protector. Right? Because Luka's getting a lot of criticism because the Mavs have been losing. They make this acquisition of Kyrie Irving. It's supposed to push them into Western Conference contender status. And now they're on the outside of the playoff picture looking in with two games left to go. They won last night, much needed, need to win out. It's been a disaster. Now, on the floor, it's not like this is all Kyrie's fault. Luka shoulders a ton of this blame. And I told you, I think, when, when FAU, when we went to Dallas in the lead-up to the Conference USA tournament, we had a couple of days before the tournament started, and we went to a Mavs game, and the guys were pumped. And this is awesome, like great, great to go see an NBA game, go see Kyrie. All of those guys, to a man, all of these FAU players walking out of American Airlines Center in Dallas said, Damn. Luca sucks to watch. <laughs> They're like, all he does is complain to the refs. He's lazy. He doesn't play defense. He's out of shape. Those are all criticisms of Luca after that basketball team watched him play four quarters against the Utah Jazz. And you know what? They were right. I mean, everything that those FAU players said walking out of the, the arena. Luca's received that criticism publicly now over the last three weeks. And Kyrie has decided that he is going to be Luca's personal spokesperson. And you know, the last person that I would hire on to be my personal spokesperson for anything is Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. And it's been such a failure, and such a circus, and such a maddening experience for everybody involved. The Mavs are going to go down. They're already, even if they get in the play-in stone, they're the most disappointing team in the NBA this season, right? 100 like There's nobody else who can make a case for that. No one. The Mavs have already claimed that title. The only title they're going to claim this year. Most disappointing team. But Mark Cuban... They acquired Kyrie as the fifth seed in the West. Right. And, and the fifth seed. And now they're the 11th.
3: Barely it? the 11th. They're hanging on by a they're thread. They're hanging by a
0: thread as the 11th just outside of the playoff picture. Mark Cuban yesterday had had just your typical owner press conference with three games left to go in the regular season. You want to talk about panic? That's panic. What owner with three games left to go in the NBA season is like, oh, hey, media, gather around. I have some things to say. That's not normal, stable behavior. That's panic behavior. That's trying to get out ahead of all of the negative headlines that were going to happen. He, you know what it was happening? He was anticipating the Mavs losing last night. And being completely knocked out of playoff contention. And then the firestorm hellscape that Dallas sports media was going to be today. Kyrie almost single handedly kept them from that. For one more game. You're right. At one point they were down sixteen yeah. in that game. Like halftime was it was looking it was looking scary. Like these guys are about to
3: get put to rest. Right.
0: Yeah. Blew up in the fourth quarter and ended up in that game. Mark Cuban blaming Nick's assistant coach Rick Brunson, Jalen Brunson's dad, for the Mavs not having the opportunity to resign or give the offer sheet to Jalen Brunson in the offseason. And uh, we were done in by the family. I, I'm pretty sure Jalen Brunson can make his own decisions. He's a grown-ass man, okay? He's done nothing but win in his life, high school, college, now in the NBA. Don't just sit there and blame. As much as I'd love to to, to to blame the Knicks for tampering and Rick Brunson and all these things, Jalen Brunson can think for himself. Maybe the Knicks were just a better option than the Mavs. But a totally abnormal, three games left to go, owner press conference in the NBA. I've never seen anything like that before. What is one thing or person in sports you're most bothered by currently? Jeanette says Kyrie Irving and men who put on NBA jerseys to play pickup basketball. For me, Will Compton and the single worst, not only NCAA tournament and FAU take of all time, but sports take of all time, calling FAU a failure because they were a nine seed. They got got, uh, rewarded for failing this year how they got into the Final Four. I mean, it's the stupidest take you're ever going to hear. What's one thing or person in sports you're most bothered by currently? 888-760-3776. 760 3776 On Twitter, at KLV1063. She's at Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Kent Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063.
1: From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaBecca
0: Live on ESPN 1063. Man, Jeanette is going in on Will Compton right now, Bussin with the Boys podcast. Can we hear his can we hear his take? And again, this is going to be the one seed in the bracket of worst sports takes of 2023. Uh, Will Compton, Bustin with the Boys. It's a Barstool podcast. Uh, on, on the NCAA tournament and on Florida Atlantic season in particular. Take
1: it away, Will. I thought about March Madness. I think March Madness, the March Madness tournament, your boy loves brackets. A 64-man bracket, I think March Madness is the best fandom kind of tournament in the game. You got 64 teams. We're all making our brackets. We're putting ourselves. I even love the thought of making a bracket. But as far as men's college basketball, I think it is the most overrated sport because at the end of the day, basically everyone gets in this tournament. FAU is in the final four. We're talking about a nine seed. Anybody from one to 64, you're in the tournament. Now we got Playing games. You're allowing everybody, anybody can win this f-ing tournament, too. Like, we're not watching the best of the best compete in the finals. Like, it's like, FAU had a shot. It's like somebody who fails all year long, and just because they passed their finals test at the end of the year means they're in the running for valedictorian. Uh,
0: yeah, he, he, he definitely thought he was onto to something now that I'm listening back to it. And, and when, he, when he says the best of the best aren't playing in the finals... No, you're right. FAU wasn't in the final, so the best of the best actually weren't playing uh, for the championship. You're right, but then you got to
3: ask them, right. who, to you who is the best of the yeah, best? I mean, because it, if I were to say, right. "Hey, Will," he's name three players Kentucky. on Duke. Name right. three players. Duke, on... Duke
2: was number one. Yeah, yeah. He'll say but they lost in the first round. Purdue,
0: you idiots. Purdue, Kentucky, North Carolina. He'll say that. He he'll won't say even that. say
2: UConn. Well, he might say UConn because he's uh, so stupid yeah, and is. blind. <laughs> he probably thought they were number one.
0: Jeanette, uh, Jeanette, going in on uh, on this poor man, and again. I'm not, uh, I, I, I am, I'm not attacking him. What I'm going to do, though, is attack his words. And his words, I mean, I'm not wrong when I say it's endlessly stupid, right? No. I mean, I, I can admit when I'm endlessly stupid. I have not seen him admit anywhere that what he said was endlessly Neanderthalic and dumb.
2: He doesn't know what failure is, so I'm just helping him learn.
0: I tell you what, though, if I was making a million dollars from Jack Links, I would say whatever I wanted and uh, go ahead and just declare it gospel. Yo, a million dollars Jack Links is undercutting it. I'm sure it's well it's over. It's well $1,000,000. over that. Yeah, bro, how do I get in on that? Oh, it's beef jerky. Yeah, I know. I know what How, yeah. Jack Lee's uh, was. Oh, you didn't know what Jack? Oh, no, 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 it's, no. it's 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 jerky, it's beef
2: jerky. Are you kidding me right now? I know what beef jerky is. I just don't know the brand. What
0: brand do you know of beef jerky? My, Slim Jim.
2: The ones I actually I purposely go to gun shows just to buy beef jerky. That's where the best Wait, beef jerky is.
0: Excuse me. Yeah. Hold I- on. Can we pause for a second? Hold mm. on. Time out. Mm. Everybody, back <laughs> away from the mic and just let that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on.
2: <clears throat> There you go. Could
0: you just repeat? You're horrible. Could you repeat what you just said, please?
2: I purposely go to gun shows to buy beef jerky. Or just jerky in general. It's really hard to find venison jerky, but there's always some at gun shows.
3: <laughs> Which makes a lot of sense because the guys running the gun show That's yes. are probably the ones who killed the
2: buck. That's what I'm saying. It's fresh and it's delicious.
3: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I see what you did there. And That's I don't hate it. Do. You I go can't say to the I hate source. it. Can't say I hate it.
0: Do you Go to gun shows with the sole purpose of buying jerky. 888 760 760 3776, and tweeted us at KLV 1063. I'm really fascinated about this one. Do you go to gun shows to buy jerky? Because Jeanette does. 888 760 3776, 760 3776. You've said a lot of wild things on this show in the past, Jeanette. That is right up there. Just
2: full of surprises.
0: What in the hell?
2: I like jerky, but I'm picky about it.
0: So go get it at the gun show.
2: I know where to find meat. And that's not
0: a, (laughs) yeah, well, that's a euphemism for something. Going to find jerky at the gun show? Not a euphemism. Literal. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Is this Joe in Jupiter Stone? Leo in Riviera Beach? Your hand motions of your, your letters are just terrible. They really are. Yesterday, you gave me an L, and you said, no, it's a J. And then today, you gave me a J. And, no, it's an L. I gave you a J yesterday, and what I gave you that? a solid L. This is the J
3: right here. J, 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 L, L. <laughs> LL, right here, whatever it is. You know, until until that's Wanda, that's when. No, that's be, when. Uh huh. What's Here's, her name? What's what, her name? What are you talking? You are doing what's, what's great, What's the so beautiful? Anyway. What's the beautiful lady that calls all the time? Mama, not a crystal. That's not a crystal, right there.
0: All right. Okay. Until you learn better sign language and you can properly maneuver your crooked, weird thumb. Let's just stick to the text message communication, yeah, it's, okay? it's looking
2: more like gang signs. Yeah. We don't You're, need the wrong people to walk across. Your the fingers studio. from a from from a a
0: long time of playing football. <laughs> your fingers are all gnarly and unable to make the shape of letters. So let's just stick to texts right, for a that's while. That's right. That's right. Leo. That's an L in Riviera Beach on LeVica alive. Hi Leo. Hey guys, thanks
1: for taking my call.
0: I uh I just got to say he
3: that's probably like the overall number one worst take for all of all time like yeah. for eternity the worst take that ever could be even envisioned or even thought of in someone's brain i mean i was just thinking like what's he going to say oh the brackets yeah everybody likes to pick up, fill out brackets and i thought he was going to say fau should have been seated higher because they definitely should have because how are you going to be 31 and 3 in the regular season and be a nine seed? right Right. That's what I'm trying to but figure no, but out. But, no, no,
0: Leo, he went to failure. He ended up saying they, they failed their way to that spot, though. That's the direction he went with.
3: He must be so used to failing up, maybe <laughs> with some privilege or whatever that he has, because instead of bussing with the boys, he needs to be taxiing with the boys. And then instead of bussing with the boys, he needs to be healing up his heart and hating on, stop hating on SAU so much. Mm. B.S., yep. in my opinion. That was, and it stinks that nowadays people can just say whatever they want because they're going to get paid anyway.
0: And they could just say whatever they want about anything, and it's kind of messed up. But hey, it's it's free country. I will say though, that dude's making a million bucks from Jack Links, and appreciate the call, Leo. And uh, and, and Stone says that's like lowballing it. I mean, that's a lot of jerky money. Yeah, coming like, his way.
2: Jack Links is like. Your basic jerky. Oh, see, no. No,
0: no, no. no, no, no you no. can't be a basic jerky and pay someone <laughs> over a million dollars though. Yeah, well, watch I mean, it on the basic jerky, right? Just because you get the best jerky money can I, buy at the gun show doesn't I, mean that you should disparage Jack Link. I'll take that money any day. I get bougie jerky. If Jack Link wanted to pay me a million dollars, I would eat every meal. Every meal would be jerky. It's a good source Every protein. meal. I would. It is a great source of protein, exactly. I don't think that you should necessarily try and live off of it. It's probably not great for your cholesterol. But no you know shot. What? I will try it. Jack Link, let's talk. Let's talk, Mr. Link. Uh, what is what is one thing or person in sports you're most bothered by currently? 888-760-3776. Where are you at on this stone? So, I mean, you
3: know how I feel on this one, Jeanette. I'm not too sure if you do, but... April, college quarterback talk, is my least favorite thing of the year. What we do in the lead-up to the NFL draft with, with these kids that are in college is something that I will never, ever understand. I haven't decided if it's a money grab, just talking, wanting the clicks, wanting the views, wanting the subscriptions, because every single year it plays out the same way. We talk about all 12 of these quarterbacks that are first round, second round, third round, fourth round guys. One of them ends up getting into a lineup during the NFL season that next year. This year, it was, it was Zach Wilson. Who didn't we talk about that was the most successful out of all of the kids that we did draft prep on last year? It was Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. We didn't say a damn word about Brock Purdy. He was the one who was most successful. So we're doing this Will Levis chatter. We're doing this Anthony Richardson chatter. It's Kentucky and Florida, respectively. Ooh. It's we're we're talking about these kids as if we're going to watch them throw touchdowns next year. That's my least favorite thing. It, it annoys me every year to the point where my blood boils in April because I'm like, "Oh god, here we go again. Here we go again. We're going to talk about a bunch of children that are not going to get into a lineup in 2023 for no reason. For legitimately no reason, but because we want guys to watch our podcast because we want them to listen to our shows, we do it. We do it. They all suck. All these kids suck. C.J. Stroud's going to get drafted. Bryce Young's going to get drafted. They might find their way into a lineup. Other than that, none of these kids will. Why are we
0: talking about them? You realize that Anthony Richardson is probably now going to be the number one overall pick. Don't do it. Don't say it. Just don't even put it out into the universe. Ben Solak, NFL staff writer of The Ringer, just to, and it's not just isolated to him, but he tweeted today. He tweeted today, and this is, and I told you weeks ago, Anthony Richardson has brilliant people around him. Whoever is advising him, his agent and that agent's team, they have won the PR battle for their guy since January. It's been a masterclass. It's been amazing because what this dude put out on the field over his college career should have him as a second-day quarterback. And instead, he's going to be the number one overall pick because they've said, hey, go to the combine, do everything, do your backflips do your unbelievable athleticism, your feats of strength, and they know what happens. The media sees that. Oh my, oh my God. He did a backflip. Surely that's going to account for a win over the Saints in week 14. And it's a propaganda machine. And that's how you play the game. His people have played the game. Benjamin Solak of The Ringer tweeted right before we went on the air, 1126 a.m. Eastern Time. I finished charting Anthony Richardson. I think the Panthers should take him first overall. I want you to take note of that tweet because this is going to be the first of many pro number one pick Anthony Richardson tweets and think pieces over the next two weeks leading up to the draft. Anthony Richardson's people are brilliant. He is not going to play next year. He is not ready to play in an NFL game. But, because he's shown out with all the numbers and all of the Combine and Pro Day numbers. And now, the big AR machine, this media machine that his people have helped concoct and put together. This thing's about to take off and it's not stopping. Anthony Richardson's going to be the number one pick. So, in recent history, not even recent history, the history of the entire National Football League. For somebody to get drafted first
3: means, hey, you're going to play, right? You're going to be our starting quarterback. Or at least that's our goal for you. Yes? hmm Yeah. Who is Anthony Richardson? What team is naming him the starting quarterback for week one going into the season? Guess. Apparently the Carolina Panthers. Jeanette, how many starts do you think Anthony Richardson has in his career? You you can guess. Just how many starts under center in his college career? I'm going to go three. 13. 13 starts. One season. One season. 13 starts. But we expect him. We're going to draft him number one, like Ken said. And we're going to put him in the lineup against a San Francisco 49ers defense. We're going to put him in the lineup against a Jalen Ramsey-led in an Xavier Howard-led Miami Dolphins defense. It just doesn't even make... None of it makes sense to me. Even a guy like Mike Tannenbaum has tried to talk everybody off the ledge, saying, I don't know what everybody sees in him. Every year, we do the same thing. There's always this one little guy we want to have fun with. He'll play in the XFL in three years. I just think
0: or that... Canada. This time sure, of year... Sure, go ahead. Go be an Argonaut. This time of year... I love Canada. Anybody can stick draft analyst in their Twitter bio, and it's going to get traffic and attention and you can tweet anything like anthony richardson is 10 times the talent of cam newton based on what i saw on film meanwhile it's an acne-ridden 47 year old living with mom eating totitos in the basement and they don't know what they're looking at on Tostitos, film right? well, no totinos the pizza rolls
2: do you want to try it out do you crumbs
0: I- all over their pants
2: should I put draft and cheese? Because the string cheese. No, there's
0: cheese. And, then and I, you do
2: like that. You do like that
0: yeah. sound
2: because you ate the, the pizza roll like too quickly and it was still
0: burning hot. They're sweating all over their keyboard, but they're like <laughs> Anthony Richardson, ten times better than Cam Newton. You've got draft analyst in your bio, and that in and of itself is your ticket to going viral this time of year. Don't
2: tell me that, everybody can
0: try it. I I I actually that's for next year. That's a great idea. I think we're a little late in the game. We are going to frame Jeanette <laughs> as a draft <laughs> As Ken Levick, a live draft expert, <laughs> and we are going to have her break down film and just use big X's and O's terms and see if we can get her up over like four thousand followers from zero to four thousand from January, middle of January to the draft.
3: Yeah, we'll I bet you we can do it. We'll just collab with Mike Tannenbaum once a week, and you just guys just talk no, about but draft stuff.
0: We'll, we, uh, we'll collab with him just to like get like football terms for sure, <laughs> and, yeah, I, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, Jeanette yeah. can take that whole world salad and just concoct it into an no, no, into
2: analysis. I'm literally going to hand you my phone or laptop and be like, "Okay, draft yeah. analyst time. Right. What it is?" boys. But
0: this is this is the most infuriating time of year because so many people who think they know what they're seeing and what they're talking about don't actually know what they're seeing and what they're talking about. And Anthony Richardson I fear for him from a, an expectation standpoint and from a team that takes him standpoint that his stock is rising because there's a lot of quote unquote draft analysts who love gymnastics. And that's why Anthony Richardson is going to be The number one overall pick. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican queen. I'm Ken Lavick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3
1: from the Anajar and Levine
0: Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken Lavick alive on ESPN 106.3. Still not quite over the revelation from Jeanette that she goes to gun shows for the sole purpose of buying jerky. I've never heard anybody say that. Didn't even know that that was a thing. But, again, Jeanette revealing today right here on ESPN 106.3. She goes to gun shows throughout South Florida in order to buy jerky. By the way, Courtside Val, our intern, uh, she uh, she she brought in a, a grape Jolly Rancher. Jeanette, in the pantheon of Jolly Ranchers, grape is at the bottom taste-wise, right? No, Flavor wise, number two. Number two behind
2: one, grape is two.
0: That is Not true at all.
2: I yeah. I mean, we got good taste. I'm sorry. It's great. You might as well just. You might as well
0: take some diamond tap and put it in the sun (laughs) so it congeals a little bit. And there's your grape jolly rancher. No, sorry. You'll find us courtside
2: wherever we're going. Get in VIP and clubs. Down in our grape Jolly Ranches, and you peasants are with whatever the hell you guys got going on, and we'll just wave down at you or up when we're watching. We'll the let game our, court
3: our, side. our smoking hot uh, significant other get us in just the same way. That's right.
0: That's right. Exactly. Just follow right behind them. All right. I, I'm fine with that. I'll be a follower. I don't care.
3: You guys obviously don't, don't know what's
2: how up, clubs baby? work because they're going to let those two hotties in, and they're going to look at you both and be like, What's up?
0: Uh, what's up, baby? Give, give no, it no, the, no, no, give no. It'd be like It'd be like, <laughs> Hey. I'll be talking to the I'll be talking to the bouncer, like, hey, hold on, man. Yeah, the minimum wage bouncer that really? Jeanette and I think hey, is awesome. Hey, yeah. Uh, my
3: uh <laughs> promoter.
0: In. My uh my girl's getting daddy in tonight. Yeah.
2: No, don't yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, here's, a, here's a Benjamin. here's the Benjamin.
3: Hey, hey,
0: hey. Here's a little piece. Don't spend this all in one place.
3: Daddy <laughs> Hey, daddy's gotta go inside. I know you made 150 bucks tonight and DM'd and DM'd three yeah. hundred and twenty girls, but here, take my hundred dollar bill. Right.
2: Did you do realize a lot of promoters find that offensive if you slip the money and you won't get in, right? Here's yeah, no, that's no, fine.
0: fine. Then you don't want to. Well, then can
2: Dex him right in the face?
3: We, we're no,
0: we're I'm right not here doing with that. Him. No, hold can on, I'll just go. Like,
3: no, 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 no. What I'll do, yeah. what I'll do,
0: is if he's Hit like, him low, I got him. If if if, <laughs> if he's like, if the if the guy at the door is like, I'm offended that you just gave me money, I'll be like, can Daddy have that Benjamin back? Thank you. <laughs> he to say hell no, get out of my face, and then we're screwed.
2: Yeah, because you lost your money. You lost your girls,
0: Jeanette. Val, they all walk in, and we're stuck out on the front. Ken, back I'm to the situation broke. at hand, though. We're going to Hooters. Grape Jolly Ranchers suck. The top Jolly Rancher is is cherry, followed by green Ew. apple. Ew. Uh, then it's mm. watermelon, then it's grape, then it's lemon.
2: Whatever. Yeah, work on your taste.
0: I I, I mean, I don't make the rules. I just know what's right. Okay. Uh, no, what don't. else is right? Is the FAU MBA Sport Management Program that is what gets you out of a sticky situation and into the sports industry. It's the way to get into the sports business realm, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Doing it! since the year 2000 created by the late great dr. Jim Reardon we missed that man but man what a base he set with the FAU MBA sport management program you are learning everything you need to know multifaceted approach to understanding the modern day world of sports business this is not a one-size-fits-all you help chart your path based on all of the opportunities presented to you you can pick your path. It's not just, oh, I want to be an agent. Oh, I want to be in marketing. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. No, there are so many different options. This will help you narrow it down and have laser focus on where you're going to get into the sports industry. The sports business realm is wide. It is vast. Let the FAU MBA Sport Management Program put you in the position to make that leap into the sports profession. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Sign up for summer semester classes online, full semester classes online, or on the beautiful FAU Boca Raton campus. FAU.edu/slash MBA sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. You know what, Stone? Let's take a break. We'll get everybody updated on the masters here. We're going to go through our wide array of social media entries into the one thing or person in sports you're most bothered by currently. I have a really terrible flying story. We have an awful, awful, awful lot to do and a new segment. When we come back as well, can't wait for this. She's Jeanette Javier, the Minute Queen. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.